0: to you can do it too a podcast highlighting regular folks who followed their dreams and made it happen I'm Joan Hutchinson, your restaurant maven. I've been described as a risk taker, though I never thought of myself that way. My mom always told me I could do or be whatever I wanted as long as I set my mind to it, and I believed her. I ran a successful catering company that led to owning and operating a top 10 Orange County restaurant and catering venue prior to earning a bachelor's degree in business management and marketing. You know what I learned by going to school after all of that? You don't need a degree to accomplish your dreams. You need drive, passion, and a belief in yourself. You also need some caring folks who support you and believe in you. I didn't need a formula to tell me how to properly staff for a week. I needed common sense and a deep care for creating outstanding dining experiences for my guests. I've been coaching and consulting with salespeople and small business owners for the last few years and blogging with business advice. I just wanted to do more, to reach more of you. I decided to talk with folks I admire, who kick ass at what they do, to show you that you can do it too. Right. Welcome back, everybody. Back from our hiatus. We are going on year two, so thank you for joining me. I'm Joan Hutchinson, your restaurant maven, and this is You Can Do It Too. So I'm going to go ahead and give an introduction to my guest, Cassie Kramer. From the beginning, Cassie was destined for a career in real estate. Her parents owned an interior design and decorating company when she was young. She spent many hours watching her mom design homes and her father complete construction projects. One of her childhood hobbies was sketching on graph paper and designing tiny homes and mansions. Design, fashion, and marketing have always been passions. She loves the history of architecture, textiles, and design. Because of that love, she attended Mizzou, University of Missouri, in the textile and apparel management program with an emphasis in marketing. After graduating, she spent several years in the management sector for Ann Taylor, and several years owning restaurants with her husband, Chris. In 2009, with the recession in full swing, Life gave her the opportunity of new adventures. Her son, Jacob, was born in August of that year, and she wanted a career with more flexibility and that allowed her to utilize all of her skills and to not miss the most important moments of her son's life. The real estate industry was a perfect fit for her love of marketing, knowledge of home construction, and desire to provide an excellent client experience. What was meant to be a part-time job quickly turned into a full-time career. In 2013, she built her own real estate team and by 2018, Cassie and her husband, Chris opened their own brokerage. Since then, Copper Key Realty has consistently, consistently been a top tier real estate brokerage, providing customized coaching for each sales associate in their company and a customized experience for each client. Cassie's also luxury certified and a registered mentor through the Residential Real Estate Council. Just this year, Cassie and Chris opened the only Century 21 office in St. Charles County, Missouri. This merger creates amazing value for their clients and sales associates. With this change, Cassie is looking forward to continuing to coach and mentor agents as they progress to their career path and become leaders in the real estate industry. The brokerage is a family business. You'll often find their children, Jacob and Georgia, at the office, helping in all kinds of ways. They are entrepreneurs at heart, and Cassie hopes that one day those kids will want to take over the business and continue serving their community. For Cassie, a home is a place where memories are made, and everyone deserves a space that fits their lifestyle and needs. A well-designed home can provide so much peace of mind. She absolutely loves helping clients with new construction, so they end up in a home they love on a budget they're comfortable with. Negotiating for her clients is something she never takes for granted. No contract is like another. Copper Key Century 21 is in a business with humans, so every contract has special circumstances which need tending to. Cassie thinks of each contract as a puzzle where she carefully assembles the pieces without missing any parts or disrupting the whole image as they come together. Thanks so much for joining me, Cassie. Thank
1: you, thank you, it's such an honor to be here.
0: Thank you, I'm st- I'm, I've am i been watching you, watching your career progress, seeing all of your um, yeah. achievements and just feeling so proud that I know you and uh, knew you so long ago, so. Congratulations on everything! Thank you. Yeah, it's
1: been a whirlwind since then. I know we we often look back on everything, and it's just you know life. You put your faith in God and just go. (laughs) So yes, that's pretty much what we've done.
0: (laughs) I love that. I know Uh, you've done the same. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We just take a big, deep breath and jump. Yeah. Right. Just jump. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you have such a such a cool story. I love the. the picture that I get in my mind when I hear that, you know, your parents were designing and you just sat down and did that too. And that's so fun. Um, Can we just start at the beginning? Cause you love design and you went to school for that. And so many people go to school and then never work in the industry that they, that they studied. And you were lucky enough to work at Ann Taylor. So can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Absolutely. Well, so um, that, well, starting at the beginning with my parents, like truly, I spent so much time in in their, their store with them every single day. You know, I, I joke, I grew up on construction sites because we also built, they built their own homes. And so if we weren't helping clients, we were then, you know, on our own home sites, working on our own projects. And so um, we You know, that's all we did. I everything from my grandpa would he put the bricks on our house. You know, it was a family affair all around at that point. And so, um, I I from the artistic standpoint, I love the I love drawing the houses out. I I love marketing for that reason. Um, And then moving it to to Mizzou. you know the textile at that point i didn't i didn't want to do exactly what my mom did you know because that was the interior interior design was her aspect so i wanted a little twist on it so i went more towards the apparel side um that that degree the program right when i graduated the job that i had you know been trained for at that point was essentially eliminated because of technology uh, i was oh. to be a buyer for all of these big companies and that that job just wasn't needed like it had been in the past so i kind of uh-huh. was a little lost for a minute but ann taylor offered um, a great opportunity to work for a company that has a great customer service platform um they they really um they under they, there's a lot of development that goes into how to take care of the, the customer and then for me i ended up being in charge of the visual marketing because i just loved it i love piecing the stores together and making them look beautiful and presentable. And then that mentality is really what transferred and that training tra- transferred over into real estate because we very much try and create the same it, it's an experience. you know when you walk into mm-hmm. an Ann Taylor store it's an experience when you walk into a restaurant, you're there for the experience right and so then it's how do you take care of your customers while they're involved in that experience so we really carry that through into real estate um you know to give them something more than just doing the actual job at selling right. houses
0: right and you can see that i think it comes through on your website the care that you have for yeah. the people that you're working with so. <laughs> yeah. yeah i i really do i think it does so so when you were when you were at Ann Taylor, you were, you said you owned restaurants with your husband. Were you working mm-hmm. in the restaurants with him too?
1: Yes, you know. So that's where we met at Mizzou, and he was. Uh, we were, met at the University Club, which is, is unfortunately no longer open. But that's where um, Chef Daniel Poliska was the executive chef there, mm-hmm. and he took Chris under his wing um, and got him so to where to the level where he was a certified executive chef. Uh, through that program so chris was on the you know back of the house side and he was the cook and i was the server and so uh we met in the middle in the kitchen right (laughs) on the line and it was really we we did a nice job the way we worked together was really good because i could take care of the front of the house and he knew that that was handled and then i knew that everything that he produced behind the line was perfect right so it was easy Mm -hmm. to complete the that experience for the customers. So then we did um the same with restaurants. I was front of house uh front of the house and then he he took care of the because I can't cook so don't Uh, ask me to
0: cook. I can't cook (laughs) anything. So I don't I I also do not cook. I let my chef husband do all the cooking. Once in a while I'll cook, but um why would we want my cooking why? Why? And we can have his.
1: They do it so much faster and
0: (laughs) right yeah well you cut this <laughs> cut that yeah. me, you know <laughs> I know
1: oh and then yeah. I don't you know somehow I don't cut it you know with the julienne cut or whatever I'm like okay right. well here you go you you, you have
0: yeah. It. yeah I think at one point I went on strike from cooking because I felt like he he needed a break so I would cook a, I cook a lot more than I do now like I said but um yeah he would uh he I would say um I would ask for one little piece of advice and then he would yes. end up telling me how to do everything. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to cook anymore. Right. Right. Which, well, cause they're, they they see it on a whole his different intention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it could have been <laughs> stay in your lane. No, he, you know, <laughs> I like, if I follow a recipe, I can pull it off. Like it's a baking. I can bake because I can follow the recipe. Right. right. So cooking is the same. I can follow that recipe, but, um, but it, if I were to just open up the refrigerator and come up with anything, it, do, it takes me a lot longer to yeah. put it together. And you know, and his right. is better. It's always better. Yeah. So right? other than he can't make like mac and cheese very well. He
0: can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, yeah, they don't know how to open sure. the box and and put the powder no. in there, right? No, you know, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I say that's the mac and cheese I like, oh. I hear it I know. for days. I know, yeah.
1: it's so funny,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am lucky to have some amazing award-winning cheeses right up the road. Dora Artisan Cheese in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin offers small batch cheeses that have been winning awards for years. And in Wisconsin, that's some tough competition. You don't have to live in Door County to get these cheeses, though. Just go to doorartisancheese.com and check out their selection. Their most popular is the Top Hat Cheddar, but my favorite is their beer-washed gouda called Valmi. Check them out for yourself at doorartisancheese.com. If you're an expert in your field, have a unique story to tell, or an interesting point of view, it's time to explore the world of podcasting with Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. You can expect a completely customized concierge service from their staff of communication experts. Kitcaster is your secret weapon in podcasting for business. Your audience is waiting to hear from you. Go to kitcaster.com slash maven to apply for a special offer for friends of this podcast. Um, uh, but you enjoyed working with him I
1: obviously. did yeah 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 because so, yeah, so
0: yeah, now you work with him again yeah we still
1: do I know yeah. we get lots of comments on that everybody you know no one can believe that we do um you know and it's not that it isn't uh without its stress points I mean we're together a lot but at the end of the day we both know that we have each other's back you know and and he has strengths and weaknesses and I have strengths and weaknesses. And so we are able to um, help each other out in those points where we falter, you know, we both can come in and uh, create a complete team that way. Um, But it it has, it has worked. It it always works. When we, um, when we work together, it always creates something just amazing. It just does. And, you know, we're, we're like 23 years in now. So it's like, it's it's great. So if it wasn't going to work, it wouldn't have worked by now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're both terribly stubborn. So, you know, (laughs) that plays a part.
0: Yeah. So then, so going back, I'm trying to like chronologically. So having kids and the economy, that changed your priorities, right? Yeah, it did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: having Jacob made you jump into real estate. So was that scary to you?
1: Oh, I fought it for so long. So my father-in-law is in commercial real estate and he, for years, um, was trying to get me to I, at the time, I thought going into the dark side of real estate, and <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I said, I told him, I said, I'm not that person. I'm not a cheesy real estate agent, you know. And he said, just don't be that. Just be yourself. And so I finally decided to give it a shot. Um, and his point was, I'm good at sales. I'm good at marketing, and I know homes. I know how homes mm-hmm. are built. Um, and most real estate agents, that's the part where most real estate agents don't have that background. Um, that really um gave me has always given me an advantage. But he wanted me to go into commercial real estate, so I think I did disappoint him a little bit because that <laughs> the commercial industry is a whole other beast and I, I don't have the I don't have the soul for that, <laughs> that that's, a, that's a whole other thing. So um yeah, so it's <laughs> though. Like getting into when I found out I was pregnant with Jacob, I um, you know, having kids was always a question mark for me, um, because I didn't know if I'd be a good mom. And so, when I found out that, that we were expecting him, I knew I just wanted to be the best mom I could, and I didn't want to miss all the moments, because my parents had that company, and I, I was with my grandparents all the time. I wasn't with my parents a whole lot. They always worked. And I remember crying and begging my parents, you know, to say, I would pretend like I was sick from school um, just to get time with my mom. So that it just, I'm like, I've got to do something because retail restaurants and retail are holidays, weekends, you know? So my first, uh, mother's day, I, my very first mother's day, I was working for, I'm trying to think at that point I was with, I was with Talbots at that point because I had switched and then the manager, the store manager, um, made me work the entire day, my first mother's day. And her comment was, if I'm going to be in retail, I might as well get used to it oh uh, being God. away from my, I know. <laughs> so oh I uh, put in my two weeks notice. I said, that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to real estate. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to take a leap and I'm going to see what happens. Oh and my gosh. yeah, I mean, that was it. I, you, know. you know
0: what? It's, uh... <laughs> what know. is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? I'm it's sure that there were people working that were not moms that could have there worked. Were, there
1: were other options. Yeah. And um, she just wanted to prove a point. So I mm-hmm. said, okay, well, well, we can part ways then. it's That's fine. I'm not going to, it's not going to happen ever again. And it hasn't. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> no, I did mean, I meant to do real estate part-time. Uh, that mm-hmm. was my full intention was just to, so I joined a team and I meant to, just do that on the, you know, on the side. Mm-hmm. Didn't really think about how far I would want to go with it other than just to extra income for our family. And I sold like 30 houses the first year. It was one of the, and in the, in the peak of the down economy, like when you, no one could sell anything, um, I got <laughs> a
0: lot of houses sold. So, so what were like, you oh. doing? What were yeah. you doing that was um, making that happen?
1: It is persistence to not give up. We, you know, persistence and we needed the money, quite honestly, the money was mm-hmm. great and we needed it. And so, um, not, you have to have that drive for success. You have to something that's pushing you because it's no matter what you do, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be stress points. And mm-hmm. so on those hard days, what are you going to do to push through, to make it happen and to, for this purpose, to help people get the house that they really want? And, you know, I just, I I think
0: remembering why you were doing it, you were doing it because your family mm -hmm. needed it. And that was important to you, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good good reason, good motivation, (laughs) you know,
1: but also people, luckily people trusted me. They, when they met me, they could tell, um, I would, you know, I honestly believed in their desire to own a home or just, you know, if they're wanting to sell and they knew that I, I guess they could see that fire in me that I would do anything mm-hmm. it took to get it done. So I'm a little, I'm a fighter at heart. You know, I've got mm-hmm. that, that in me, you know, so Chris is a good balance. He's always nice and steady, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: which you is know? so funny because usually the chefs are not the nice ones. I know they're not. No, I have, <laughs> I have stories to that end, but that's whole other, <laughs> it's a different podcast. <laughs> Oh jeez. Yeah. So what yeah. made you, so then you're, then you're clearly you're good. You're good at it. Clearly. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so that made you just go, well, shoot, I guess I'm, I'm a full-time realtor.
1: It basically. So at that point, <laughs> some of those years get kind of muddled together for me because it all kept happening so fast. So we, uh-huh. um, I did, I ended up. Separating from the team that I was on. And that again was because I was generating enough of my own business that it made sense for me to move on and start my own team. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I, I added our, who is now our office manager. One of my very first clients is our, now our office manager. And she has been, I think since 2015. Um,
0: So when you say, when you say you started your own team, so you are working with a group of people and you like help you all helped each other selling your homes and doing all the, all the work, like doing the open houses and shared the work and the money. Right. Correct. Yes. Okay. So then you, 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 you were probably doing better than most of them. So then you, you were like, okay, I'm going to do my own team. So now you have other people that are helping you at that point. Right.
1: Right. Okay. And at that point I did, it was still was just, it was me and Libby. And um, so I kept, you know, and then I kept growing. And so then I needed someone else. And so that's when Chris got licensed. So Chris um, became licensed because I I, I am very controlling um, because I want to make sure that my clients are taken care of the way that I want them taken care of. So finding, you know, me trusting someone else uh, was hard, but I knew I could trust Chris. And so that's when right. he was at LaCole and that's when he, la- he left there, uh, to, to, which was, oh my goodness, you talk about scary. Because Georgia, I was pregnant with Georgia at the time. And so I not only did I have that going on, but then we had, you know, Chris was leaving his career and joining right. mine. It, there were a lot. It was hard. That was a very hard time to push through.
0: Very but hard. he was ready to leave. No? He was. Did it take um, you yeah, talking he, him into it or did he go, why don't yeah. I start?
1: A little bit of both. I think there were some dynamics there that helped uh, motivate him to want to look for something else. That industry, the restaurant industry is, is very rewarding and it can suck the life out of you as well. You know, it just can it. Um, yes. So it was a change that needed to happen for several different reasons. Um, Mm -hmm. and mostly because for the same reason, he didn't want to miss all of the events of the kids lives either. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's what would happen. So, um, We, you know, ran the numbers and took a leap and uh, the first year was hard, was really, really hard. And then it got better from there. You know, we kept putting in the work and, and Chris had to decide that's a big, to leave a profession that you're, that has so been linked to your identity as a human Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, to walk away from that. And then, and it's the same thing. Now you're a real estate agent and people think of us like used car salesmen. And they have, you know, re- right? chefs, chefs have respect. They have respect because they have yeah. a skill, you know? And yeah. so there was an, an element is of accept, accepting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, it's they the do. <laughs> People love it and you can feed them and they love the food. And, you know, right. it just, it, it is, uh, it's a special it, and it is special. And it's so sad to me that sometimes it, it takes so much out of them, but they're, that's where they leave their, their heart. Mm -hmm. on the table, you know? And, Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so Chris had to kind of come around and accept that he was in the real estate industry now. And so, um, and then he found, he really found his space as a broker. So he is the broker of our company and that role, um, is really his sweet spot because he, you have to have somebody who, um, can calm things down if, you know, Cause emotions can get high in that, in that process of buying and selling a home. And, um, you know, he does, he's very effective at that.
0: Yeah. So he, um, he got licensed, but you can't just be a broker, right? You have to be a realtor for two um, years. Yeah. Two years before you can Mm -hmm. be a broker. So, yeah, so he sold homes for two years and then he took on this brokerage. And when you're a broker, you're like the money guy or the lead. Yeah, he's the numbers guy for
1: sure. Like, yeah. yeah. So he um, he, he helps with business development for like profit and loss statements. So all okay. of that that came from the restaurant industry car- carries through. Cause so there's so many realtors that run their business. Uh, well, they don't, I should say, they don't run their business like a business. They right. you know run it as secondary income. And so he is very good at um, making sure that people have their P&Ls and that they're saving money for taxes and mm-hmm. planning and budgeting. So he really helps the agents get to that point in their career.
0: So so, what made you decide to open your own brokerage? It wasn't mm-hmm. just Chris joining you. It was, no. what happened?
1: That uh, hand of God, I just, uh, <laughs> we have friends who bought a building with another company. And so they had an extra space and I had been in the building a few times. They remodeled the whole thing and it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's K build owns the bottom and double J roofing own the top. And so double J asked if we would be interested in the extra space. At that point, we had our own team going. I had two, uh, two or three buyer's agents on my team. At that point, my office manager and Chris. And we um, just jumped. It was the same thing, like, because I knew I would never have the opportunity to be in a building that beautiful again. And that, you know, <laughs> it's just, it just, you know, you just, I just, we just went for it. Um, it wasn't, we loved where we were. It, we loved all the people that we worked with at the other company. Um, mm-hmm. So it wasn't that. It just was an opportunity. And we just knew we had to take it. And, oh. you know, Apparently again, it was scary. The right one. It did. It did. Again, scary. It's like, we can't go like a year with just without uh, pushing it again. You know,
0: I don't know. Honestly, it's like, can we just relax now? I know. No, can you just, you know, no, no. I think we need to do this. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. Well, yeah. uh, I've, you know, because one goal, once you, it's not, it's not really about reaching the goal. It's about stuff you do to reach the goal. Yeah. That makes you feel good, right? I mean right. Right. Yeah, you see some you see something and you're like, wow, we could do that. We could make that happen. And it's about the actions you take that make it happen that make you feel good. Right. Right? Yes. There's an
1: adrenaline rush to all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean once you once
0: you hit the point that you're like, okay, we can only be in this gorgeous building if we do this much business. And then you do this much business and you're like, okay, we did that much business.
1: Yes. And <laughs> right? now what?
0: Now and, what? And you do. Now what?
1: And you keep, and I remember years ago, like, you know, when I hit a certain volume, I don't know, whatever it was, I hit that, and I kept doing that. And then I'd have a big, a bigger month. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, actually, I'm capable of doing that. Like, if this is okay. It was uncomfortable, but I made mm-hmm. it. And so you keep, and so I think no matter what, business you're in it you ha- you know you're gonna hit those pressure points or maybe you'll realize that that was too much and it didn't fit with what you want for your life because there's that too like I said I this the whole reason I got started in this is so I could still be with my kids. Right. so like I have no desire to be number one realtor whatever whatever. It has never been something I want. Um, I want to make sure that I have enough business to take care of my family and to take care of the clients who trust me. Mm -hmm. I I don't want, you know, now by several blessings we can keep, we've been able to increase that because Mm -hmm. we have people here that we trust, uh, that also have the same desire to take care of clients. To that right. extent, too.
0: So I think I think that that is what makes you so successful, Cassie, because if your focus is not about how great can I be, but it's about how great of an experience can I give to my customers? Yeah, you're only I mean, you're only yeah. going to grow and you're only going to do well because you're. it's it's about what you do and it's about the service you provide. And it's not about you.
1: Right. Everybody. You yeah. know, like I'm. <laughs> I hate being in, like doing this is, that's part of why I avoided your emails for a little bit too, because it's not my thing. Like, I'm not, I just, I like being in the background. I like taking care of the details. I don't, um, I don't like,
0: you know, you don't want to be in the limelight. Mm Yes. Okay. So, so I, I love that you said that because I have asked a lot of people to be on the show that go, I Really, I don't know what I could say. Yeah. And and everyone's good at something. So you, what it is, is talking with you about this makes other people go, well, I, I could do it. I could do yeah. that too. If I just let go, let God, right? Let go, yep. let it happen, take the leap, jump off that cliff do what it is that i really want to do that my heart right. tells me that's what i should be doing i mean yeah think how amazing this world would be if everyone right. let themselves you know
1: just to go just go and experience and not that you don't i mean goodness i doubt myself every day i mean every, every day it's <laughs> um it's something that and then you fi- like you find that other voice that says just move forward, you Mm -hmm. know, and whether that's your angels looking out for you or God pushing you that direct, you have to be open to it and just Mm -hmm. know that if you're putting good into the world, it'll all take care of itself. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna do things that you wish you had done differently, but you just, those mistakes are opportunities to grow. And if you hit something hard, you gotta, you gotta just make that, that, that learning point and then move Mm -hmm. forward. You know, some of the hardest things we've been through gave us the most amazing blessings.
0: Mm -hmm. Ah. You know, it, it's just true. That's so great. I love that I love that. I know every time I say that, my husband's like, ah, you say that all the time. I love that. But I do. What a great thing it is, right? Yeah. Things that you go through that's Sucks, sucks, sucks so bad. And then you're on the other side and you're like, wow, I made yeah. it through that. Right. Wow. Right. you wow. forged I can, a new I can, part of you. I yeah. can do this. Well, and I then can the next thing, through.
1: yes. The next thing that comes at you doesn't phase you. So now like when we have new, like new associates that come in they, there are always kind of like, how do you, how do like, cause I don't get rattled as much anymore. Right. And I well, it's because of the things you're going through now. It's because uh-huh. of those, this. This is, I've got, we've got one right, one, but that's like the most difficult situation I couldn't even, I can't even go into. It's, so she, <laughs> it's her very first listing, and it is the most complicated situation. Uh, and, you know, and I just, and I, you colors. know, when I'm on the phone, fo- I know, I'm on the phone with her. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's totally fine. I get off the phone, I'm like, okay, this is a new one. You know, how am I going to figure this out? (laughs) So, but but like, think how, how much she's learning right now. Had she just had an easy transaction, you know? So there's something, there's something putting this in front of her. And, and I genuinely, genuinely believe God gives us people that need our help. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Um, for me, I, I, swear I get some of the most interesting and complicated people and I, <laughs> I do. And I love it. I absolutely love it because I don't, there's some, there's times where I know that no one else would have been able to handle that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm cause I, I can be patient and I can still help guide them and I can still help love them even though they're at their worst in life, right. you know, and we'll get yeah. through it. So God gives me that is a big
0: talent. That is a huge talent. Oh,
1: it has some days, you know,
0: some some days more patient than others, right. I'm
1: human too, but (laughs) like it, I I keep that at the forefront, like they're in front of me for a reason. Um, And, and I think that's what every day of life is. Every day we go out into the world and that even the smallest interaction um, can have an impact on somebody else. So, um, you know, just try and yeah. try and be aware of it as much right. as I can yeah
0: yes uh it's so much easier to go through life with a positive attitude yeah. and feel good about yourself and who you are than to go through like with fear and anger uh, yes. all over you you know
1: yeah well and people seem to <sighs> Like, um, and I don't know, I think with social media, with everything, like it's so easy for all of us to go dark uh, mm-hmm. so quickly on ourselves. And I just, you know, for everybody who knows us the best knows that we have been through some really hard times. And I just, mm-hmm. I tell people, I tell with marriage, with life, push through, don't give up. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give up on what you've decided to build and create, don't be afraid to pivot Either, you know, if you need to make a change, make a change, but don't sit in your sadness. You know, don't stay in that sadness. Pull yourself up out of it. Look, look, find resources that give you the reason to move on because they're wow. there. There's always, there's goodness out there that wants you to be, to go towards it. Ah, but, you know.
0: thanks for that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, That's great advice. (laughs) That is great. I know, but it's great advice. And, and, uh, and that's one of the things I was going to ask you is what advice would you give to, well, it sounds to me like you like to mentor a lot. You like to train Mm -hmm. and, and work with new um, realtors. Um, Are you, before I get into that, what I was going to say, are you, um, are you doing that? Like with, the board of realtors are you teaching and training through with them at all not through them not through them I
1: <clears throat> so I first of all I never thought I would be a good teacher mentor I never thought I would be good at it I just didn't think that was who I am as a person you know um mm-hmm. but I've been told otherwise so because people enjoy it and I try to explain things to, you know, not just the not just the do this, but the why you do this. Same thing we do with our kids too, right? We don't just tell them no, we explain the why behind the no. Um, so I don't do it through the board yet, par- par- primarily because I still have little kids. Um, so I'm really trying to watch that time very carefully. Um, I hope to, as they get older, I hope to dive more into it with the board. The residential real estate council um is a separate council and so they have a different program mm-hmm. there that offers mentoring as well so they do a training which that training then helps me become a, a better mentor as well um and honestly anytime you're collaborating with anybody everybody grows you know everybody right. gets better so sure. yeah.
0: yeah and i mean you work with you i'm you i'm sure you have Team meetings and things like that with right. our team. So. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah It's uh, I, I love the contract side. Um, I do. I I explained it to somebody the other day. It was a client that's art very artistic, and mm-hmm. I said my contracts are my art, um, which I thought was a funny way of. Saying it. And, then, and they go, you know,
0: Ooh. I know they're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're nuts. <laughs> <But> All right, <laughs> it's a
1: good like for me. Um, it, it's the way my brain. W- works you know I can mm-hmm. see um yeah. those puzzle pieces coming together and so then trying I mean, to like explain, getting
0: getting your client what they want getting the the seller what they want getting making right. it all work right make it all
1: come t- together because some some sometimes it's easy and things just go together like they should but most of the time you have everybody involved in the transaction has different needs the sellers do the buyers do and so you're really trying to make sure that um, that everybody comes together at the end of the day and that they all don't, that they're all not mad at each other because that really isn't necessary. <laughs> it just, you know, yeah. cause it, it's so easy to just start being mad at the opposing party, you know, sure. and sure. it, for the most like, part, most people's intentions are not,
0: king, right? yeah, you know,
1: it doesn't have to be that way. So we try mm-hmm. and keep it peaceful and with the, the agents that we're cooperating with too, um, sometimes You know that person can be your hardest person to communicate with, Mm -hmm. um, because they're if they can get they if as a real estate agent, it is my emotions have nothing to do with that process. I am there to represent my client's needs. Mm -hmm. If I let my emotions take over the the conversation, I have completely failed to do my job. Mm -hmm. So that I. You know, I you have to hold it together. You have to be able to negotiate to be tough, but not lose it, you know? And still, and you should, cause you, you know, like, it's just, it's, those are hard conversations to have and to still respect each other as professionals at the end of the day, right? you know, we're, we're there to do a job. It's not personal,
0: Yeah, Um, but we still have to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's figure out how we can all walk away with a smile. Right. Right. Right.
1: You know, yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, um, gosh, you already gave us some great advice about, you know, doing what you love and knowing that, knowing that, uh, Mm -hmm. that you can and that you can always pivot and stick with your beliefs, with your strong beliefs. But what other, do you have another piece of advice for someone who's um, starting a business of their own? Be
1: be patient. Um, it's and 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 be strong. You know, allow yourself the grace to fail, and maybe fail every day, but know that there still can be a path forward. You ha- you cannot give up on yourself. If something you know, if this is something you're drawn to, and you have been called, no matter what it is, keep pushing, just keep pushing, keep focused, and don't let things distract you. Distractions are, they will come at you. The more you're going towards something good and something you should be doing, the more distractions will come at you because there are forces trying to keep you from going down that path. So just know the more distractions that come at you, it means you're doing the right thing and you just need to keep going.
0: Oh my gosh! That, that is awesome. <laughs> I really,
1: do. if I'm if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, Mm-mm, get away from me. You get away. They're just distractions. They are. They're ah, just. They're trying. I'm going to keep that stop in my you, head.
0: I love it. So me. you're on the right path. When those things pop up, you're you're in, you're going the right way. So throw them off. You're going the right way.
1: You just keep going. You just let them deflect. You know, get get them off your back. So just keep going. Oh,
0: that is great. Yeah. That is it great. Helps. That
1: like helps too a lot. Like if you're in a if you're in a bad mood or having a bad day, like if you think of it like that, that it's not you or it's not the person in front of you that caused you to be in a bad mood. It's mm-hmm. that you're walking towards something good, and that you just have things coming at you trying to keep you off that path. So.
0: I don't know. Whoa, that that's that's great. <laughs> that is so great. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. That is perfect to end this show. We don't want to go too long. This is yeah. um it's been such a pleasure it's talking so with good you, Cassie. Yeah,
1: You too. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you
0: so much for coming on today and sharing your knowledge and um uh, I look forward to what all the goodness that is coming yeah. your way. I can't wait to see your kids as they're growing and how yeah. how yeah. life does yeah. great for you cuz I know it will.
1: Yeah, you too. Same to you guys. So,
0: it's nice. Thank nice you to you. Cassie. Thank you to Chris Hutchinson for producing. Thank you to you for listening. Um, I am Joan Hutchinson, your restaurant maven. Please know that we all have it in us to succeed. My guests weren't born into royalty. They're normal people like you and me who saw an opportunity and ran with it. So listen every other Sunday on Spotify or wherever you... Get your podcasts and we will see you again soon.